Welcome, welcome to, to No Notes. Notes. We're your hosts. I'm Colby. And I'm Alex. And welcome to episode one of No Notes. Alex and I are two gay best friends based here in San Francisco. We're both professionals looking for a creative outlet. So yeah, we're starting a podcast. Alex, maybe you could tell our listeners what they could um, hopefully hear about on our podcast episodes. So it's called No Notes. And the reason we called No Notes is... Uh, we've grown to love traveling um, and hanging out with our friends. So we've we've done it all. We've gone to Palm Springs, L.A., New York, uh, Mykonos, uh, Spain. Where else have we gone? Everywhere. Every, PV. E- everywhere where the gays go, we've been. Yeah. So we've we've grown to love traveling. I think we always joked about not wanting to be like the circuit queens that just kind of you know go to party to party, but. We I think are. We yeah. are. I didn't think of myself as a circuit queen, but, but we, I, yeah. we are. <laughs> uh, we've just learned to like embrace things that we like. Like we love hanging out with people. We love traveling. So we've we've uh, grown to kind of be okay with. I don't know going to circuit parties at times if you're if you're okay with that. But things that we've always uh, noticed is that we always have opinions. We love to talk about. Um, how things can be improved. So that's why we're calling this No Notes because we want to, you know, talk about uh, uh, certain things and we want to talk about uh, queer nightlife and uh, and travel. Yeah, exactly. So we wanted to start off um, this segment first about like kind of catching up and um, talking about the week. So we have a segment called Tops and Bottoms. Uh, I have currently a, uh, is this Lou? Yeah, this is Louie Wally because we couldn't find a coin. But um, uh, if it lands a certain way, um, uh, Colby will go first and um, he's going to have to talk about. Uh, a, I'm going to have to be a top. You're going to have to be a top. You have to talk about one positive thing that has happened. If it lands on the tail side, I will go first and I will talk about a top. Um, and the person that, um, doesn't get picked essentially talks about the, the bottom of the week so mm-hmm. one negative mm-hmm. thing so we'll do this perfect uh, live on air let's see and that is me i am gonna start off with the top of the week natural order of things yes i am the top so why not um so it's fleet week in san francisco and it just so happens to be probably the most summer week of San Francisco history. So it's actually October, but our famously our summer starts in the fall. We've had three 90 degree days this week. Yeah. Close to 90. Uh, it's, uh, it's perfect because, you know, this is the best time to go outside and actually look up and see the blue angels and airplanes and whatever. Did you go? I did twice. I went today and yesterday. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I actually didn't know that gay people went to that. So for our listeners that don't know, like Fleet Week is this whole production of like... It's propaganda. Flight drills. Yeah, it's it's basically propaganda. It's military propaganda, which San Francisco is kind of the weirdest city for that. But we love it. And honestly, though, because I live right beside the Bay Bridge where everyone comes across from Oakland, I think most of these people are coming from the East Bay. Like, no one from the city is going to this, except for you, apparently. No, I've gone twice. I can tell you that I've met up with multiple people. Everyone goes to this. It's, It's huge. Anyways, that's my top of the week. So what's your bottom of the week? Um... I have something embarrassing to admit. 
I, I bought something. Oh, there you can say I bottomed. <laughs> like we know, girl. No, no, it's it's been a it's been a long time. Um, I mean, you know, I'm in my my top era. Um, but I bought one of those um, mini Kellys. No, I did buy a mini Kelly, but I bought a iPhone tripod and ring light combo. Why? Um, so I feel like just branching out overall creatively. Um, I, I'm three or four years late to this game, but I thought I would give the whole TikTok outfit of the day thing a, a swing. So I think you'd like that. I think that it's also very up your brand already. You're kind of already doing that with Instagram. So why not? Yeah. And like Instagram just feels like maybe not the right avenue for it. Like I'm already right. You're already getting dressed every day. I like fashion. It's a great way to just like share the things that like excite me about it and can make me like commit to something creatively and and also um i've been listening to a whole bunch of like other podcasts and um notes about um creating more than you're consuming and i spend a lot of time on tiktok as you know alex and i both send each other countless tiktoks all day long and so i thought it might be a good way for me to like engage with the platform and focus on creation and like adding something rather than just consuming all day yeah i mean we have talked about uh, less focus on our nine to five and more on like what right. we would like to do, right. which is the point of this podcast. Right. But I also thought it'd be nice to do it in a couple of different ways each week. So that's good. Yeah. But it's kind of a bottom because it's like, I don't know. It, it feels like I, I guess I've avoided it because it feels basic. It feels derivative. Like there's so many people doing it that it's hard to feel like you have something new to say or add to this space. And I think another thing is that, Obviously, I'm really into like luxury fashion and that feels tone deaf in this environment, in this world we're in where there's just bad things happening every day. But I'm trying to focus less on that, just focus on things that bring me joy. And hopefully that's like inspirational and helpful to others. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. So we wanted to first talk about, um, I guess, like the we, we chosen Folsom as the first episode yeah. Um, and, uh, the reason why I really for this is because Folsom is so quintessential San Francisco. It's an icon. She's an icon. Exactly. She's a legend. And we live in San Francisco. We met in San Francisco. So I feel like it's just natural that we begin with, with Folsom. Yeah. Something that's not really either of our, uh, it's not really the community that we fit in per se, but. But I, I love Folsom because it, it, like everyone fits into it. Right. It's so diverse. It's term- a melting pot. Exactly. There's so many different body types. There's so many different um, uh, avenues that people, you know, become creative, whether it be fashion, like it's extremely sex positive. Um, so it, it's fun. Why do you go again? <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> First of all, uh, no. So, uh, Folsom, though, like it, it, it celebrated its 40th. Yeah, uh, this is the 40th anniversary. There's over like, I think it's close to like 400,000 people were expected to attend, which is an insane amount of people. And this is all happening around like, a, a, I, don't, I don't know, like just a couple of city blocks or something like that. I always forget how big it is. They close off quite a, a big chunk of like it, of Folsom Street. It's probably at least... Four to six blocks. So I saw one thing that said six, and I saw another thing online that said ten. So I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of 
of space and um, yeah, maybe including like the cross streets. Right. And it's not really a residential area of Soma. It's a lot of businesses um, and like lofts, like artist lofts and things like that. So I don't think any of it is really residential. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you want to, I, I think it might be good for our listeners to like sort of describe in case they aren't familiar with Folsom, um, what Folsom is. So maybe we can do this in a fun way. Like I'll list some things and you tell me like what comes to mind for Folsom for you. So, okay. Um, what are the, what is the first site of Folsom you think of? The black harness. I mean, you, you see that everywhere. Every single guy and girl has some version of it. So that's the first thing that pops into my mind. A lot of leather. Are you into leather? Not sexually or actually, Mm. I don't even think it looks good. Fair. I mean, I like the Tom of Finland concept, like if you're familiar with that, like the Tom of Finland, like drawings of just these like overly muscular people in tight leather that like, I think that looks good, but it doesn't do anything for me. Like it could, it could be denim or anything else. And yeah, fine. I, yeah, I, I'm, I dress up in it just because it's like, you know, everyone's doing it. Peer I don't pressure. Think, yeah. I don't think it looks particularly nice or better. I mean, I think I look good in it, but that goes for most things. So narcissist. Yeah. Um, all right. What about the, what's the first sound of Folsom that comes Someone going, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like uh, the smack of like someone getting flogged or something. Oh, which happens. I mean, I, there's always a section where um, people line up to get hit. Yeah. Yeah. Waddled. Is it waddled or? No. I think no. it's just flogged. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple of different things. I've seen people sort of uh, getting hit with like the paddle board kind of thing that's got like the hole in it. Yeah, like the um, frat um, paddle. Yeah, and then I've seen the, I don't know what you call it, but like the little like crop, like the horse crop kind of thing. I've seen that too. It's got like the leather strips. Yeah, the, the horse whip. Yeah, it's I think it's called a crop, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We're vanilla. We only <laughs> we only do it uh, missionary in the dark, so. Yeah, I mean, also that's just painful. I don't like, I, I, I don't even like. I don't even like to be slapped. Huh, surprising. I figured you'd be in. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, <laughs> what is the finally? What is the smell that comes to mind when you think of Folsom? Bo. It's like every single party during Folsom is like it's a little smelly. Yeah, and I mean some of this, or I think a lot of it is intentional, right? Because this is like a major kink for a lot of people is just like body odor. Yeah. And it only takes one person to ruin it for everyone. Yeah. And to what you talked about earlier, it's sort of uncharacteristically warm. Like this time of the year is always nice, but it's warmer than it has been. This is probably the nicest Folsom I've experienced so far, but because it's warmer, people are smellier. And honestly, it's probably been the best uh, San Francisco weather this year. Global warming. It's not that bad. She getting hot, girl. Yeah, she's getting a little, little good. Honestly, it's five more degrees yeah, in San Francisco degrees. is going to be the best city. Best city, yeah, <laughs> outside of Barcelona. <laughs> um, yeah. So I do remember there being um, some controversy, uh, particularly around the Gen Z millennial uh, discussions on TikTok about Folsom. Mm-hmm. You were mentioning this. Yeah. Well, I saw a video, and um, it's it seems that Gen Z might be kind of a little more conservative than millennials in terms of sex. 
Yeah. I mean, I have my theories about this, uh, my non-professional theories, but, um, yeah, Gen Z is like, is very like trying to fit into this homogenized heteronormative culture, right? Like I can think of some of the more like the younger people that we've met in the gay community, LGBT community, and they're less interested in going to like gay specific bars or anything like that. Like they, they see themselves as just a part of like the broader society. So my thought is that anything that probably feels um, out there or different might make them feel like that status or privilege is at risk. They've never really had to fight for their place in the world. They grew up with um, Love, Simon and all these other things that have just made uh, things a little bit more normal for them. Yeah, and you've seen a lot of uh, gay bars and lesbian bars fall over the years. Yeah. yeah, because they, they're more likely to go towards a mixed space than feel the need to go to a gay or a lesbian uh, place. Like they just, it, it's, it's changed a bit. Yeah, totally. Um, so as we were saying, Folsom, major um, celebration here in San Francisco. It's actually the third largest in California, like third largest outdoor festival in California. But the general theme is celebrating like, BDSM, kink, and I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but every year I go, it gets more and more diverse. I see more straight people than I've ever seen. Yeah, there's a, ton, there's a ton of women, and you'll see partners, like man, woman, which is, I guess, traditionally more, it's more queer, but I think as we've, yeah, we've lived heavily longer, queer-coded. As we've lived longer, there's been, uh, here in the city, there's been more uh, heterosexual couples that go there and explore the freaky. Yeah. Do you have any kinks? Um, What's your biggest kink? Oof, that's I'm being put on the spot. Uh, God, I don't know. Besides yourself, this is naughty. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, of course you can. Oh God, I think oh, I can't do it. Oh, the concept of someone eating cum, like you know, like a blowjob and like swallowing is like very turning on me. Like it, that's so normal. Okay. Well, that's great. <laughs> what's your What's your biggest fetish? Um, like my actual one, or yeah, like my day to day life, like biggest kink, or what's my like gay sex fetish kink? Oh, I I just said something that was gay sex fetish. I mean, mine's pretty vanilla too. I, oh. I as you know, I'm an ass man. I like a big ass. So, and I'm very into getting shat on. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, I would projectile vomit immediately. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, my sensitive <laughs> gag reflex. Um, but obviously I'm very into visual arts and aesthetics. I like interior design. I like fashion. So it's no surprise since I also like big butts that underwear would be like a big thing for me. Cause it just takes oh, something that's thongs, huh? jock straps, you know, the whole mm-hmm. gamut, like anything that makes something that I already find attractive and makes it that much more aesthetically pleasing. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a turn on for me. Um, I was going to say, though, I do have like a lot of other kinks. And I would say my biggest one is, do you know when you get into an elevator, you're the only person in the elevator. And, and you, you fart? No. <laughs> you, what? <laughs> no, I don't do that, Alex. Um, you know when you hear someone coming, but you haven't made eye contact with them yet, and you're like quickly hitting the button? And when the elevator doors close (laughs) and in front of them, well, so I feel like it's socially 
acceptable as long as you haven't like seen each other yet. Mm. Like they have not made eye contact with you. There is no high to me quite like that. <laughs> like I think I do a little dance where I'm just like, oh my God, yes. Like I made it. I get to enjoy this elevator to myself. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I love that I can just see shit. a woman being, please stop, stop. And you showing no emotion, just <laughs> closing the, the, making sure you hit the button. <sighs> anyway, that's my kink. <laughs> all right so back to Folsom um what uh I guess like what stood out to you this year like at the festival every single year because there's also Dory Valley Dory Alley which is a similar concept that's much smaller and it's more gay men but every single time I I enter Folsom I always find the I don't do it on purpose but we always see the kiddie pool um with the Men, mostly men. That although last year I saw a woman getting pissed on. They're getting peed on, yeah. Yeah, and like the, the you just like pass by it. First of all, it smells like piss. And this is what I thought your smell, by the way, for Folsom was going to be just mm. the stench of urine. But I guess it's fairly concentrated. To yeah, although in a lot of places we were, people were just peeing randomly everywhere. Like we were on the top of a bar and someone yeah. was just peeing there. Yeah. But um, the kiddie pools, yeah, that's every every time. Yeah, like to paint that picture for our listeners a little bit more, there's adult men of all and women of varying age, body types, et cetera, in a literal kiddie pool filled like, I don't know, knee deep of urine. I, I wouldn't say knee deep. They, uh, people come. Maybe ankle deep. Ankle deep. Yeah. Yeah. People pee like it doesn't come with pee like people throughout the day yeah. will start peeing. it's beside or across from um uh like the the restrooms the porta potties i guess yeah and you can either wait in the line for that or there's basically no line if you just want to pee on someone yeah and they just like they roll around and, and it's like it's always yellow pee too. Oh, I think that's kind of like what they want, though. Like, I think they want that dehydrated, um, highly pungent, very flavorful urine. Man, I don't like who's the one that's like, oh, right. Like, they probably have like a text message group and they're just like, who's bringing the kiddie pool? Yeah. And then they blow it Someone up. Someone has to arrange it yeah, every year. Every, ugh. Do you think they have to secure like a permit for that section every it, year? It moves. It oh, okay, so it's not like the allotted space. Yeah, I don't. I I, I doubt it. Like, what are they going to go to San Francisco City Hall? Hey, um, we're making sure that we get the the kiddie pool next to the urines on Folsom and Eleventh Street. Yeah, the people expect it. They demand it. Oof. Would you Would you do it? Piss on people? Yeah. Maybe not strangers, but like if your boyfriend was like, hey, I really want you to pee on me, would you do it? I would not do it to my boyfriend. I would do it if a really hot guy, this is like a like a one, like a hookup and like if they're hot and they're like, hey, like I like, would you like, please, please p- piss on me. I'd be like, yeah, I'm also the same thing. Like if a really hot guy was like, hey, can I like suck on your toes? Yeah, I'd do it. I would probably wouldn't do it to them, but and I'd let them know. You mean you wouldn't let someone pee on you, but you would I, pee on them? I'd pee on them and same, like, yeah. In the bed or like in the shower? I had asked to do it in the shower. But I would. So you'd be open to the bed? If they were really hot and it's the only way, yeah. You wouldn't? I don't know. Really? Yeah. You know, again, I have like a, a pretty low tolerance for 
I think I'd start laughing. Gross, gross things. Um, I, I have done it to someone before that you're lying. Demanded that I do it. You've never told me this story. <laughs> it's actually happened twice. Are you serious? Same two, person. Two different people. Um, you little slut. Both were hot. Um, not the experience. The experience was lame. Like there's nowhere to take that. Like it doesn't do anything for me. Where did you pee on them? Uh, both showers. Okay. So you clean up. Yeah. But, and you know, I'm a well hydrated person. So mine's like the clear. Mine's basically water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably healthy, honestly. Did they drink it or just get pee? No, no, no. It's just like on the chest. If they drink it, I would be like, no, this isn't, we're done here. And they wanted a kiss. Yeah, I mean, one one of them actually had more graphic requests, but we won't go there. Ooh, I can't believe you did it. Younger times. Yeah. I, look, you experiment, you figure out what you like and don't like, and that's the beauty of something like Folsom. You know, it brings all these people together that have all these varying interests. They're all consenting adults, and, you know, they can sort of find and, other people that have the same interests as them. And another thing I do want to mention is that this section is... Comp- so all of Folsom Fair is closed off. Families... You, you cannot bring a child in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. that being like a major point among like conservative outlets. Like, well, right. Yeah. It's they, always like the boogeyman thing that these things are out to like get your kids or expose your kids, these sort of things. But this thing is very blocked off. You have to be 18 plus to enter. Like they make a big point about consent. Um, and I think like the broader BDS community, BDSM community, this is like a sticking point. Is yeah. Consent. Consent. Safe words. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing, they're doing, it's great. I think it's Folsom, Folsom Fair. It's a great concept. The um, things that stick out to me about Folsom every year, um, first of all, is the number of pups. Um, so cute. <laughs> have you, would you have one? Would you get a pup? The same thing. Uh, I would not date someone that's, it's so, it's weird. Like, it's so weird. I would, again, if, uh, if like Zane Phillips was like, hey, I'm going to put on a mask. All right, just pretend to be my my owner, and I'm gonna bark around, just like ignore it. I do that for one night and one night only. There's a movie I can't remember what the name of it is. It's like an apocalyptic um, comedy movie, but Channing Tatum is a pup in it, um, and his body actually looks really good in it, like with the mask. But so for those that don't know, a pup is it's it's a power dynamic sort of thing, but someone dons up puppy dog sort of mask and occasionally they wear a tail butt plug um and yeah they sort of take on the behavior of a dog they bark dog. they bark they, they wear leashes they crawl on the ground they like to be pet yes they like to be pet um I, yeah but i guess it's not always like a submissive thing right like can't puppies also be dominant too there there could be an alpha yeah there's an alpha a beta so there's there could be like an alpha of a pack you can be a part of a pack so multiple and there's like an order of succession i wonder if you howled if they would like respond to you everyone like i that's how i command like i get 50 like thousand all of them followers on instagram is that you become the alpha i'm the alpha and like or they've been i've been prophesized they're like one day stories foretold (laughs) of you and so for those that don't know alex haven't seen alex like alex is you're you're a little bit of a furry ish individual and he does this really hilarious thing when it's a full moon that you can sort of contort the shoulder blades i can pop out my shoulder blades both of them yeah and it literally looks like you're morphing into a werewolf and 
he'll howl at the moon and yeah, I mean, it just kind of works for you, but I think you could, I think you could become an alpha. Maybe this is your role in life. Easily. I do remember full some, I, I think it must've been pre pandemic. Maybe, maybe it might've been 2021. I was wearing jeans, boots, shirtless, obviously. And I had, you know, I have a beard and a, a hair on my chest. A guy came up to me and said, you look like a werewolf and I've never been, I, I'm still chasing the high of being told that. Well, you've, maybe you found your, your people. I do remember last year, though, uh, being on the Oasis rooftop and it being super crowded and us being right next to uh, adult diaper um, people. Yeah, this is another thing that you are likely to see at Folsom. It's another one of the routine characters are the adult babies. How do you, how do you feel about this kink? We have different opinions. I think that, you know, if, as long as you're not hurting anyone, you know, go, go ahead and, and do it. But I specifically remember this, uh, this scene from last year. So we're on the rooftop. It's tons of people shoulder to shoulder. You can't really move. We were next to this, uh, adult diaper group of, there's probably like what, at least four of them. Uh, yeah, it's a small space. So you can't like easily move, like relocate from this. You're just kind of stuck, stuck and exposed to whatever occurs in this little section. So the, these um, adult diaper people, they're next to us. One of them starts getting changed, like someone's changing their diaper. And all we're really high, first of all. Yeah, we had some edibles. <laughs> we had some edibles. And probably a few drinks by then, too. Yeah, uh, they started getting changed and we were panicking because we thought that maybe he shat himself well it was it was diaper changing time so uh, logically you think that there's a reason for the need to change the diaper it's one of two two reasons one of two reasons yeah uh but he unpeels it i look to colby colby famously has one of the weakest stomachs he starts gagging but we can't go anywhere because we're stuck and uh he pulls back the diapers thank god it's just piss and uh he gets he has this raging heart on yeah i mean he's clearly turned on by the fact that he's getting his diaper chained especially especially in public in front of others and they're you know putting the powder on oh yeah they had the full kit getting the you know just it's being cleaned and it's a hard on the entire time and then he gets the new diaper and he's comforted i'm I'm starting to gag. Like, think, like I'm trying to prevent like projectile vomiting on you right now. Um, you know what I say? Like uh, sometimes yums need to be yucked. Uh, this is one of them for me. It's like, look, they're consenting adults to your point. They can do whatever they want. Um, this one's a weird one for me. I know it has nothing to do with like babies or kids or anything like that. It's again, it's like something about like the control and like being dominant sub some and the comfort. Yeah, there's a, like a whole lot of uh, things around that. Um, I think for me, it's just that this is definitely not on my list. And what was really funny last year was that in front of Oasis, which is the bar where this happened, they actually had like an adult baby diaper store set up that was also selling like little bottles with formula and like everything. And it was just, it was an interesting yeah. site. I think it's every year they have that same stand. Yeah. It wasn't in front of the false or in front of Oasis this time, but I'm sure that that similar thing was there. But, Oh, I do remember seeing. Yeah. The reason why I thought that is because we saw another adult baby right in front of Oasis this year. 
Yeah. The one thing I never get to see at Folsom, but I hear about it every year, is someone getting fisted. It's been like my fourth Folsom. I still have not seen anyone get fisted in public. I don't think I've seen that either. And I think the reason why is because I think you have to be really prepared to get fisted because you were really up in there. You like, do you think they come to the street fair knowing that's going to happen that day? I guess they'd have to, right? Like you, yeah, you you probably bring supplies for it. And it's probably like, I don't think it's going to be, I think you have to, there's a short window. Yeah. Cause it's, you're all up in the column. And to be clear again, not anything I want to see because it's interesting to me. It's just, it feels like one of these things you always hear about at Folsom, but I haven't seen it. So did it happen? I have no idea. Oh, look, a puppet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so a lot of people think, or they, they don't know this, but Folsom, the, the fair is on Sunday, but it's actually, it probably starts realistically Thursday. The big parties are Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we went to um, a couple that, that weekend. Yeah. So Friday the, was cool. Yeah. Friday of Folsom weekend, we did a, a cool house party. Don't know the owners. <laughs> <laughs> we randomly tagged along to this house party. Tagged along. Thank you, Audrey. But um, we went to this uh, house party and it was a lot of people that flew in from all over. Uh, yeah. Clearly, most of these people were not from San Francisco. It was a very specific type of person, though. Yeah, it's what I mentioned earlier about like the Tom of Finland sort of drawings. These people looked like something straight out of Tom of Finland's like visuals. And by, and by that, he means everyone was juiced. Juiced. Roy did huge. Um, Alex is a pretty fit guy. You're definitely not someone I would describe as small. And out of the, would you say there was maybe like 150 yeah. people there? We were definitely the two smallest people. And youngest. And youngest, and for sure. Well, I don't know if we were the youngest, though, because when you juice, that that can change the way you look. But, That's true. Um, it was an interesting environment to be in because we were clearly not anyone's type there. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like you're looking for the 50 and over, bald, bearded, Gorilla. juiced. Yes, with, you know, the wearing a chain around your neck sort of look. Oh, the like massive curb chains. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like the chain link sort of. Everyone's look. wearing the painted on steel shorts, <sighs> maybe something leather and like a tank top. Yeah. Same yeah. sort of like buzz cut military style hair dudes. They're all huge. But it was fun. Everyone was super nice. How, what was it like for you to be in a space where no one was interested in you? Uh, I mean, it just, you know, I, it, Probably my first, this is the first time that's ever happened. I bet. And you know what? I'm sure they did. They were just you know, scared because mm-hmm. I have to give off that face, you mm-hmm. know, like don't talk to me. And I, he, he would never go for someone like me. Sure. So sure. I, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we also did a uh, bear chest, which is a Saturday day party. And it, I think it was like the 25th anniversary of it doing. So it's like a charity the money generated from this organization goes towards like the DJs and music community in San Francisco. So it's a very unique charity. It's great. It's like, uh, I think we bought tickets probably two months in advance because it sells out really, really quick. It was held at the 
DNA Lounge. Yeah, that was my first time going to that venue. But it's a, it's a cool venue. Great venue. I mean, also kind of weird. Well, I guess it's always weird for me that these venues do more than than gay events because you go into this place, it's def- gay. It's gay. Like it's <laughs> it's kind of got like dungeony vibes to it. Like the walls are black, the rooms are tight and cramped, and it's kind of like a labyrinth of just all these spaces that you know in gay parties. There's all kinds of things happening in these rooms. Yeah. So I'm I'm having a hard time like porting this over to the straight world and in visual uh, uh, like visualizing them in these spaces. And not only that, this place is also. Um, a lot of the events they hold there are 18 plus. So I can't imagine like what I would think the of crowd. Yeah. I can't imagine it. It's can Yeah. It's going to be yeah, weird, but it definitely looks like a giant, um, like sex room. Yeah. I remember at one point there was some guy that had come up to you on the dance floor to compliment you, but I couldn't understand him or hear him. I, frankly, I could barely even see him, but he reminded me of another guy that came up to us in LA, the one that like had to get your Instagram, but we saw him like 15 minutes later and as he was entering someone else. And I just remember thinking, Alex, that could have been you. <laughs> oh God. Could have been you. I do also remember there is a, Colby was taking a picture of me as he often does. And, uh, I'm a good friend. <laughs> I'm a supportive friend. I give you all kinds of, uh, stuff to use on your social media. And I, I do sometimes occasionally, sometimes rarely uh, reciprocate that mm-hmm. uh, rarely, but he was taking a picture of me. And in the background was this guy in a jockstrap getting his ass, uh, ate. and it's, he was a much, he was a much, but it's like, it's so artistic, like the composition of it, the lighting, like it. Well, both of them look like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think I saw them from the front, but both of them look like they have good physiques and it looks kind of architectural in the background. And it's, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, it's how the Greeks would have done it. It's actually what I was thinking of. It feels like uh neoclassical architecture in a way. Mm, chef's kiss. Mm. Uh, there was also a new pizza. LinkedIn photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a pizza parlor attached to DNA Lounge Bear Chest, which I thought was a great touch. Well, it's nice that they have food there, um, but I'm never hungry in these spaces. Yeah, also like that, why would, like it's cheese, like you're going to poop. Yeah, I mean, with part. the things that people were doing, uh, especially as the party got later, right, there were definitely a lot of people um, getting very friendly with one another, that that's like a weird food choice. Um, also, again, with the sight, sound, smells of Folsom, eating is like the last thing on my mind. Um, yeah, so it's a weird choice. I guess it's nice that they have the option, um, but honestly, it was making me kind of nauseous to smell it. Yeah, so yeah. I, so there were three dance floors. There was uh, the major dance floor, which is circuit music and uh kind of ex- exactly what you you would anticipate pots and pans pots and pans there was like a deep house room it, it, basically like the k-hole room and then there was the uh back pop pop room which everyone wanted to be in it was the smallest dance floor of all of them but you could not it, it was hard to even get to it because everybody wanted to be in that space that dj was the best should have been the main room dj why like why would they do that i don't know but we met some people and they said it was the same setup last year that wow. that same dj was in that tiny little room so whoever's running this party you need to put that dj in the main room yeah they should the k room should be circuit music the k 
music should be in the small room and the the main attraction should be the everyone everyone's there for like there were bops. The bops. bops bop after bop after bop mm-hmm. yep <sighs> i agree um also the li- thank god we weren't drinking because the lines for the bars because we we went to go get water it took what 20 30 minutes yeah yep it's too much too much and also, like, people are in such a state that they're not really moving. They're just, like, catatonic and hanging out in those places. So Jelly. it's, like, it's literally trying to get through, like, a horde of zombies, like, when you're near the bar to get anywhere. Um, and, yeah, it's just not pleasant. So I, I try not to drink. Yeah. But the layout, I mean, at least the layout of the place was really, really cool. It reminded me of, like, a London sort of uh, club. You know, my one complaint of these spaces, though, is that it's always too hot. What do these people have against airflow? The walls are sweating. Literally sweating. The, like, and it's, run, it's beating off the ceiling. Like, you'll just get hit with random, like, drops of water that you're like, oh, what's happening? But you're kind of thankful that, you know, there's something cool hitting you. Yeah. Or you'll occasionally feel, like, a small gust of air, whether it comes from a door opening or, I, I don't know, whatever they're using to... Yeah, I'm ventilate sur- the place. But I'm surprised more people don't like just completely collapse. It's so hot, so hot, and I get, I get it. Like it gets you to like take your clothes off and like. Man, I was expecting Nelly to come out in there and just be like, <laughs> "It's getting hot. It's getting hot. The roof, the roof is on fire." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, any anyway, other notes? <laughs> no, that's all I have to say about this one. It was fun. I yeah. hope we do. I hope we do Bear Chess again next year. Highly recommend Bear Chess. Get your tickets early. It sells out every year. It's pro- it, it was a really, really fun time. And maybe bring one of those little, either like the clap style fans or like the little personal handheld yeah, battery operated yeah. ones because it's hot. <laughs> or a nice chest. Yeah. Just get inside. Um, but on Sunday, we ended up doing Oasis. So the fair, once you see it once, it's fun to walk around the fair on Sunday, but it doesn't change that much. You're going to see for us, it for us, right? Cause it's like, we're not necessarily participating in the kink or the exhibitions. Um, although I did see they had a wrestling pit this year and I think that would have been really fun. I don't know if they've had it previous years, did but we watch it. Or did we? we, we saw it from like the distance, but I saw a TikTok about it and I was like, I would love to participate in this. Did uh, people like where people were in singlets? I think so. Yeah. I mean, oh. there's also like a, a kink element to it. Yeah. Of, you know what? I want to change my answer. Singlets really are hot. I think they're so hot. And it's like the like, assless kind. No, no, no. I want like the, the, the real classic, deal. Yeah. Like the college wrestler. Have you worn one before? Maybe you own one. I don't. Okay. I do not. Remind um, me never to open your drawers at your place. Yeah. It's going to be like all like sticky. <laughs> crunchy crunchy it breaks in half um but yeah like the, alex and i aren't you know really members of the bdsm community we don't really participate in any of the kinks so the things that we participate in are more of like the parties and events because we want to show our support and come out um and you know be there with all of our other members of the community yeah so we typically at least for the last couple of years we do a quick walk around just to you know we donate, walk around, make sure, you know, see what, if we, you know, like anything. Alex might want a bigger butt plug. Yeah, exactly. It's the perfect, that next to like the paintings 
of penises and sculptures. Uh, but we we typically walk around for like 30 minutes and then make our way to Oasis, which every every year is kind of like a, a scene to be at. Yeah, and it always hosts my favorite DJ. Pump, DJ Pumpkins, Pumpkin Spice. Yeah, I'm such a fan. Yeah. If he's listening, I love you, Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> but we go to Oasis. The rooftop is like the, you know, for the till like 5 p.m. is like the cool place to um, kind of stop. Well, you have in. a view of some parts of the street fair and you can just sort of relax and hang out. Hang out with your friends. It's usually really crowded, typically by like three, four. It's really hard to get in. Uh, but it's like a fun little hangout spot. Yeah. And, and this that, was the first year that we went to Pumpkin Spice's set downstairs, which I guess it never really occurred to me that he didn't come on like earlier in the day because you could hear music, but just barely. So I, I never really could tell what was playing, but he does like a set later on that and it was the first time we had joined that part of yeah. the Oasis party. Five to nine, we're there for like an hour and a half, like vibing. I mean, it's, it's a great scene tons of people there at that time genuinely the only time i've ever enjoyed the oasis really yeah only time so yeah i always not the venue like i like the venue the like there's a good amount of space it's easy ish to go to the bathrooms there's a lot of bars it's a fairly big venue i like i rarely feel like it's too crowded but like the music there i don't know for whatever reason typically is just not my thing but Obviously, with Pumpkin Spice, that changes that part of it. Yeah, and it's not, for me, it's not the music. It's sometimes the performances can mm-hmm. be a little excessive. If you're talking, like, you know, if you want to go and dance, like, Oasis, Friday, Saturday might not be the best place because these performances will go on for hours. On and on. And they'll, like, the, you'll get 20 minutes of dancing, but then three hours of collective shows and performances, it feels like to it. So to your point, like you can't just have a night out dancing there. You get yeah. all the other things that come with it. But they do have AC. They do have AC. And I remember this year when we were, you know, dancing, we're right next to the AC because we're not stupid. And we know that if we leave that area, it gets really, really hot. But everyone else was also getting the same idea, including people participating in public sex well you and i both had sunglasses on um and i remember we were just vibing in our own world and so i had a hard time telling what was going on around me because it was really dark in there i remember they had like red lighting which i feel like already makes it kind of harder to see what's going on and then we had sunglasses on but at one point i like took my sunglasses off for a minute to wipe my eye or something Uh, my contacts were drying out um and i look over and yeah this guy's just getting like plowed beside you and it not just beside you but like his knee was almost touching your left knee um and you remember what i asked you yeah you're like this guy's gonna oh yeah you said would you be okay if someone accidentally came on you and i said depends how hot they are how hot they are Yeah. yeah and then i said well this guy right here is about to yeah and you know what i still refuse to move because that AC we were is right in front of the AC. Man, location. you were dedicated. Yeah, by Carly Rae Jepsen. Did you have shorts on? I can't remember. No, I had um, pants, boots, and the black. So harness. you could have went home with a memento. <sighs> Thankfully, they moved. I think they moved to somewhere there was like railing or something for better leverage. Railing for railing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that was interesting. So. Um, would you rec- who who would you recommend Folsom to? I mean, I I'm 
not keen to say that it's for everyone, right? I think it needs to be something that you go into with an open mind, but I think it's a place that can expand your horizons, so to say, um, open you up, if you will, to a lot of new experiences. So you just need to go in there again with an open mind. If you're an ally of the LGBTQ2 plus community, it's a great way to come out and like show your support. You pay like an entrance fee that goes to like good causes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a quintessential San Francisco, uh, activity and it's very queer. Um, and it's something that we as a community should continue to support and celebrate. A very wholesome, fulsome, wholesome, fulsome. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I would recommend it for people that are adventurous, you know, like, uh, um, are okay with seeing public sex, a lot mm-hmm. of it. And it, again, it's. Not, and often not from people that you might find attractive. It's exactly. A, it's a anything goes kind of space, really. Yeah, it's definitely a lot different from like the circuit parties uh, in terms of like the, who attends. It's a, it's a lot more of a range. Um, a lot of people flying from like Europe and uh, the party that we went to, the house party, people were coming from South America. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very, very demographically different um, um group than than most other parties yep but as we've highlighted you know there's a lot of different kinds of activities at Folsom I think there's a little bit of something um, for anyone that again is open-minded and willing to you know just try something new and I think we had a blast yeah I agree I agree so maybe some notes some disclaimers but (laughs) all around a good time all right awesome well Thank you to listening to the first episode of No Notes, and we look forward to talking to you next week. See you later. Hey, it's Colby and Alex here. Thank you for listening to No Notes. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and share with your friends. You can also follow us on Instagram at No Notes Pod, one word, where you'll find updates on new episodes and see more into our lives and the stories that we share with you on the show. Your support means the world to us. Until next time, keep it real and keep it queer.